What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Chicken Bone Alley, brought to you by Earl Ramey Racing Engines, Profab Headers and Exhaust, SRI Performance, and Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. What's up, guys? I'm David. I'm Landon. He's Landon. I'm Landon. And uh, it's Monday. It is a Monday. A long Monday. Hey, you telling me. It started out uh, exciting for y'all, I guess. Yeah. Woke me up. Woke you up. Woke me up. I'll tell them what happened. I got hit by it, or my mother. She's probably listening to this, so don't <laughs> get too mad at me. Rammed into a, a deer trying to get us to school this morning and broke the left side of her, like, front Had the bumper, bumper yeah. the grill, uh, radiator support, uh, and mm. headlight. Yeah. Well, headlight still works, but the cover's going off of it. Yeah. She has a knack to be a magnet for animals. I'm just going to put a uh, sticker across the front of, of her car and just name it Killer. <laughs> Beware of the Kayla killer. I killed the deer. I don't think it did. I think it just knocked it for a loop. Oh, yeah. I saw it, like, fall to the ground and just get back up start running. It almost ran the wrong way, though. The wrong way? Yeah, it was, wrong it, way? it was about to run back into the car before it turned around. Well, it would have it stopped again, I guess. Anyway, house school. It's all right. I mean... The days are going short, classes short, got to make up a, uh, or I'm doing review tomorrow, test Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, so it's going to be long. Not too long, bro, though, because I'm really smart. Oh, geez. Freshman year of high school. Yeah. How's that changed for you? You know, y'all said that I would be able to choose if I got shorter or, like, I got to get up later. Mm -hmm. I had to be at school later, but I can go to but classes end later also. A little bit. Yeah, they do start later and end later, but doesn't mean I don't have to still wake up at butt crack of dawn. Well, guess what? You better get used to it because that's <laughs> the rest of life. I leave before y'all most mornings. Well, sometimes. Not most. anymore, though, because Jackson's not going, or Jackson will be going to school now. Well, he went today. Yeah. Kept saying no, so. He didn't want to go? No. Did not. He, uh, today was Jackson's first day back from his, um, his tonsillectomy. Um, yeah. He was out for about, what, a week and a half? But he's uh, he's seemingly good to go now. He just wants chicken nuggets and pizza all the time again. <laughs> so that's how we know he's good to go because he wants all the regular foods and all that stuff. Um, it's cold. It's yeah. been cold. It's just a little bit cold, you know, only in the 20s. Well, mm. it's finally, I think tonight we're not supposed to get in the 20s, finally. 30s. <laughs> yeah. Um but it was down to the teens here last couple of nights, which is anybody outside of South Carolina. Teens in South Carolina is highly unusual. <laughs> That's um way too cold for us around here. We don't know how to function. Fortunately, <laughs> we didn't get any any moisture with that. Any kind of um uh 
snow or ice or nothing like that. So that was good. Uh, if it's going to be cold, we don't need that around here. We don't know how to function with it. If we get it, we just mm. stay home. Yeah. You'd have been all right with that, wouldn't you? I would have. Another e-learning day? Amazing. Mm. I hate e-learning days. Well, I love it. It's just so amazing. You get to sit back at home. None of my teachers require any cameras on you, so. You can do school in your underwear. Yeah, honestly. As long as you have a shirt, you know, if they do ask, can I see y'all's cameras? But other than that, they're pretty good. Does it say shirts required? Uh, They say make sure you dress appropriately. Oh. Yeah, I mean, they're only going to see like that, so like. <clears throat> oh well So what else been up? Uh, nothing much Just Chilling Really Chilling 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 I be chilling Call of Duty Call of Duty's pretty good Warzone 2.0 or Landon Warzone is getting into Call of Duty now He's kind of Later than everybody else on No, Call of Duty. no I've, yeah. been, I've been Warzone 1 I've, I played Call of Duty Black Ops 32 And 1 I'm not a Call of Duty player Well yeah, because you're always steering. Exactly. I can't do the the gaming like that. It's um, my eyes don't work that fast. Well, I've played all the war zones now. I'm pretty good at it. My friend Bradley's taught me how to play. So is he good? Oh yeah, he's a max level you can get. He'd probably be like 500 by now, but it caps out at 250. That means he plays way too much. Well, other than like, he'll take, he gets off a good bit, but when he gets on, it's difficult for him to get off because he likes it so much. <laughs> yeah. But it's also difficult for me though because it's fun. Cool. I guess. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon. So, um, if anybody don't know, Landon is my spotter. Yes, I am. And cruise on the car a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Well, I do what I can. Y'all aren't really doing anything massive. Y'all are just, you know, changing it from loose. And he don't tight. really come work in the shop too much. Yeah. No. I don't know. I'm organizing for y'all. We're still waiting <clears throat> on you to finish that. Okay, well, Sunday passed by. I didn't even know we weren't coming here on Sunday. So, you know, things happen. Life. Life happens. Yes, life happens. I hear you. I hear you. Um, so, Landon spots for me. Um, he had never spotted before until... Uh, he's in his third season now, I guess. Am I? Yeah, My we third started time? 2021. We raced... No. We started 2022. We raced 2023. We're going into 2024. Yeah. I was 11? 12? Yeah, you were 12. I think. Mm. When you started. How time flies. I reckon. I reckon. Um, so, tell us about... Since you're here... No, no. Um, because Landon actually, you know, surprisingly with anybody around me, <laughs> Landon wasn't. He watches racing, but he was not into racing. Yeah, as much. Um, so how did it go on from not really being into racing to 
spotting and having to learn kind of what to do there. What? Uh, yeah, you said you needed a spotter, right? So I was like, I'll try it. And now it's a little complicated or difficult when I'm trying to focus on your car and there's other cars around. Cautions I have a bad tendency to not say caution sometimes. <laughs> I just say stop. But other than that... I'm fine with whatever. I mean, I'd rather you say caution, but I, I'm mm-hmm. fine with just some sort of warning. <laughs> but how about you talk about how your curse is that a wreck always happens in front of you. I don't know why that happens, but it does. It um, They always tend to happen right in front of me. Always. So, um, so, so what was learning the spot? A little bit that that you do um you're still learning yeah um what's been probably the most difficult part about it so far uh messing up on inside and out because it's such a good thing and from my perspective i'm like inside and they're really outside so you go up and i'm like wait no they're inside and it's pretty difficult sometimes a mistake like that could lead to a, lead to a wreck. So yeah, yeah, it can, <laughs> it can, <laughs> it definitely can. Um, what what is hard about that? I don't know. I just I mix it up because if you're seeing cars going, I tend to think that like left would be inside. Left is inside. Well, yeah, but from my point of view, right's inside when they go. So it's normally at no. the start when they go green. I'm always like inside. Wait outside and i kind of mess up so we have the same point of view on the start on the front straight away we have opposite point of view on the back straight away yeah i don't mess that up which is backwards yeah i don't know so what we figured out is landon doesn't know his left from right (laughs) i don't know at 14 years old he does not know left from right it's pretty difficult sometimes. <laughs> so, here in, um, what, two months? Two months and a few days, you'll be turning 15. Yes, I will. I will be turning 15. And I can finally get my permit. <clears throat> That's what I was going to ask. Is that something you actually are looking forward yeah. to? Yeah. I can't wait to go drive around with an adult supervisor right beside me. (laughs) Maybe I could... uh, See, I don't think, y'all, that was, when I was younger, that was our biggest, biggest thing in the world. When we were getting closer and closer, it was just, we couldn't wait to get our, our license. Couldn't wait. I don't hear kids your age even, like, talk about it anymore. Well... It's like... And there's a lot of kids that are your age or even older that that don't don't care to. I mean, and that's fine. I mean, they just yeah. they just don't care to. And I mean, it's just a different it's different time, I guess. Um, do you know a bunch of them that are yeah. older than you? That Jaden, he's older. Yeah, but than he me. he got his. Yeah, he and he was he he's excited for his driver's license. Yeah, I mean, he is. I'm saying, do you know him that don't that don't really care? Seems like no. Everybody wants to go drive around. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I, guess. I want I want to. I'm scared for you to drive around. Why? Everybody's scared for you to drive around. Who would be scared of, for me to drive around? I'm very cautious, 
Very observant. Oh yeah, you're observant. I'm very observant. to a lot of things. Yeah, you observe a lot of things. Well, I'm gonna go out you'll on be a limb, wondering, since. and yeah, you'll be out looking at limbs <laughs> and stuff like that. But if Mama does hear this, don't everybody don't don't tell them. Okay, don't tell them. Okay, but Mama, she's terrible to drive with. I was going down our road on the car and. So one slight little left or right, and she's trying to grab the steering wheel. It's crazy. <laughs> Probably needed to. Because you, uh, you don't know where you're going. That's always been your thing. I have it's, no idea where I'm going. No, to... Well, it's not that you don't know where you're going. It's like you'll hold a steering wheel, and if you think the steering wheel's straight, just like you think the car's supposed to be going straight, and you don't need to turn the steering wheel. I don't need to. That's it's going not how it works. That's going not straight. how it works. No need to go it. If, if it's going straight, why mess up something that's doing what it's supposed to? But then it starts going not straight, but okay. you're like, well, the steering wheel was straight. Then you just turn it. But you don't. <laughs> I've only been on straight uh, paths, though, so you can't really blame me. It's either that or I stop, sharp turn, and then go. Oh. Well. I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, all right. So, since we're talking about you driving, and we're talking about this because we ain't got a whole lot of racing going on right now. Yeah. And plus, Connor wasn't here tonight. Uh, he had a, yeah, see, laying a squirrel. See? Oh, my goodness. Really? <laughs> <laughs> um, Connor wasn't here tonight. He had some, uh, had a bunch of schoolwork to do, mm-hmm. which schoolwork comes first. Okay. I was, out for two days i can't help that oh schoolwork comes definitely first so oh yeah so uh he'll be back he's got a bunch of connor's got a bunch of college classes already he's doing dual dual credit enrollment and stuff and so he got a good load on him coming up the final part of his senior year so Mm. definitely gonna get that done oh it's gonna be something definitely gonna be something for him um. Yeah. So. Uh, so since talking about driving, all right. I know what you're probably going to get to begin with. I think I do too. Okay. Well, whatever. But if you had to pick and got to pick, what would you want as your as a car? Okay, this is pretty simple. I'm not actually, say first car because you're not going to get it as your first car. Oh yeah. But- <laughs> I got to work up to my dream car. I got to pay for my own dream car. As everybody does. (laughs) Well, it's going to be a Camaro, 2018 Camaro, okay, with garnet color, black stripes going down. 2018? Yeah, right? I think so. I'm just saying that's what Yeah, I think it was 2018 Camaro. Oh, you want uh, the same car Uncle Sterling had? Yeah, that. (laughs) That looks so nice. I really want that. I think that's... Yeah, that sounds about right. I think that's about what color 2018 was. 2018 Chevy Camaro. Oh, that's garnet color with black stripes. That looks so nice. That was a 2SS. 2SS? Oh, yeah. I want that. Yeah. I want that. But I want to pay for it, so it's like actually mine. Uh-huh. You better get a good job. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can do. You better get a good, good job. Speaking of job... Not that you're anywhere close to it yet, but uh, hey. I'm fifteen. I can work at Chick Fil A. Okay, is that what you're gonna do? Oh yeah, 
free Chick-fil-A sandwiches, fries, and I get paid. Boom. Jesus's chicken right there. It is. It is. You don't work on Sundays. Yeah, ever. I'm off Sundays, so that's going to be an amazing job. I just need someone to drive me there. <clears throat> when can you, Um, I know you might have studied, or have you studied anything yet for a driver's test? Uh, no. We'll go with no. Um, <laughs> how long, I know Jaden probably told you, how long you got to keep your permit now before you can get your regular driver's Six license? Months. Six months? Yeah. So at 15 and a half, you can get your day license. Yeah, my day license. And then after six, and then 16, I think you have to wait six months, right? Yeah, when you turn 16, you yeah. get your full license. Yeah. Well, once I get my full license, fools. Yeah, full. <laughs> what it's going to be for anybody who gives it to you. <laughs> a full license, my actual driver's license, me, Jaden, and Bradley are going to start going to the gym regularly. Regularly. And we're going to get big and strong. Brad- Bradley already has experience, so he can help us. Yeah. And then uh, when me and Jaden are already talking about when we graduate from uh, high school, but before we go to college, which we will go to college, um, we want to go on this trail. It's a, uh, like, cr- a Christian trail, and it goes from... Uh, down low in the states to up in the states it's it's a really long trail and they have like stops for you i forgot what it was called but it's gonna be like a but you walk it and you let god provide you and then on the like side stuff there is a like water stops food stops just for like people who are doing it no and if you go the full way boom it's like i forgot how many miles it was but it's really long we talked about it, and I said I'd, I'd do it, so haven't forgotten. You would? Yeah, I would. You would walk? Yeah. Like, states long. Yeah, states long. I mean, however long this is. Yeah. Y'all are going to be so excited when you see me again, won't you, when I, when I go on it. Okay. And when are you planning this? After uh, we graduate from high school. Oh. Right Before we go to college, we're oh. going to do it. Such big plans. Yeah. Really so as of right now, what do you want to go to college for? Do I haven't know? decided, but my uh, cousin Faith uh, told me, what's up? Uh, but Faith told me that you can look to what you want to do, but you don't have to like really take classes for what you want to do in high school. It, like, it may help, but you don't have to because the college oh. will teach you. Because I'm, I'm trying to you look... you got to have a direction. Oh, yeah, I don't... Go. It was coding, which I am working on the coding thing. Big for you right now, for your website. And I uh, haven't told you about this. Oh. But I'm not sure about coding because it just seems like really... I, I feel like when I was taking the class, I actually wanted to. But now it's just... I don't know. I don't know. It's just... I don't know. I can't find a word for it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to some racing. Uh, let's uh, let's go to the phone. <coughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, on the phone, uh, we got a man that is a uh, two-time champion over there at uh, Florence Motor Speedway in the uh, Thunder and Lightning Division, uh, Mr. Sam Knight. What's going on, man? Not too much, man. Glad to be with you tonight. I appreciate you having me on. We appreciate you coming on with us, buddy. We um, 
we uh uh, unfortunately, we got a whole lot of racing to talk about. I mean, other you know what you got going on. So we, we, we appreciate you getting on here with us and uh and hanging out with us, man. Yeah, I, I can remember when racing season used to be a season, but it seems like it just kind of overlaps nowadays. It, it's it's only a few weeks that we get off. <laughs> That's pretty much it. We um I was talking about it the other day, and I, I, we were talking about that same thing. I was like, man, we uh we should get a few months. I was like, now it seems like you know. You pretty much take Christmas off, and then you're right back at it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We got a my son. We getting him ready for a little Crown Vic race down in Screven. So that's nice. This next weekend, so it don't stop. Man, that's uh, real quick. Since you brought that up, um, that is a class that I really wish personally would come around. It's really made its way on the dirt side. Um, I wish it kind of bring its way over to the asphalt side a little bit because, man, those cars are kind of a dime a dozen anymore. And, and, and you know, you can go in there and fix them up. You know, it, it, it's racing, so it's not cheap, but but cheaper than than some other things. And, um, man, they put on some good, good fun racing. Yeah, we're, we're really new to this. This will be our first time with it. I got a car from a buddy of mine, Gene Vaughn, and, his family and so we're going to go play in it but i see down in florida they are starting to get very popular on the asphalt tracks down there i know pensacola runs them and five flags so yeah uh, it's just a matter of time before they start creeping up this way that's cool man that's cool i, I know um i know even uh sumter runs runs them things over there on the dirt y'all, y'all gonna run over there with that some this year yeah that's the plan that's the plan we're gonna see how screvin goes and then uh if he likes it and it it stands up to it and we'll uh definitely run some races over there at sumter cool we'll, we'll have to get him on here to talk about it once he starts starts with it <laughs> yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a new adventure for sure that's what i'm talking about fun stuff fun stuff so let's uh let's talk about your racing a little bit mr sam uh, uh tell us tell us uh well first of all before we get get into it too much let everybody know kind of who you are what you drive what you do all that fun stuff sure yeah so i'm i'm sam knight i live in uh Ridgeville, but I come from Knightsville, South Carolina. Nobody probably knows where that is, but it's the home of the Somerville Speedway. That's right. I grew up about a mile and a half from Somerville and was raised there every Saturday night. It was open. We was there. My dad, my grandfather all raced. And uh, so it was in my blood at an early year and uh, enjoyed that time there. So got away from it for a long time, but now I'm a youth pastor. Been in ministry now for 16 years and uh, God called me. I got saved in 97, and God called me to preach and uh, put me in the same church I got saved in. I've been serving there for 16 years now. Man, that is awesome. That is awesome. Um, we, we can definitely appreciate that. I actually, uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to say it too much on here, but I actually, um, I play and sing at our church, and uh, we uh, we have a, I, I love it. I've been, try to be involved in all kinds of stuff. We I've been involved in in the youth ministries at certain churches and and now i'm i've been into music myself so uh man that's uh that's great i i, I love it when um <laughs> because it's such a you know yourself uh between the world of i guess being in church and being at a racetrack sometimes can be two completely different things <laughs> but uh yes. but sometimes we gotta bring a little ter- church to the track <laughs> yep uh, we try, uh, but you know it's we we're we're men just like everybody else, and that's we right. all you know everybody's trying to do their best, and that's all we can do. So, uh, but yeah, we try to we try to bring that glory of God everywhere we go. That that is absolutely right, man. And uh, and uh, I was telling Landon that uh, 
I, I, I quiz Landon here. Let's see if mm-hmm. he can. Let's see if he can do this. I told him your uh, your your car number was First John one nine. So yep. Let's see if he can. Let's see if he can do it. Okay. So he, he he was at he was at our 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 church school last year. So uh, let's see if he can do this. <laughs> All right, a little Bible drill for him. <laughs> there we go, Bible drill. Okay. <laughs> if we confess our sins, he he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. There it is, buddy. You nailed it. <laughs> you <laughs> did pretty good. <laughs> Even if you can't turn left to drive, you do good. Just drive <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so I, I'm assuming that is one of your uh, one of your favorite Bible verses. It is, yes, sir. It is one I live by every day. Uh, that's perfect. That's perfect. That's what we all need to live by every day. So, uh, so, so tell us a little bit. How, how'd you get into racing? Well, uh, I'll go back a little bit. Uh, like I said, I was raised in it. My father raised my grandfather. My grandfather died when I was an early uh, young man, so I didn't get to know too much about him, but saw pictures and things. My dad raised My uncle built uh, race cars. He never wanted to drive them, but he built them. And, uh, so I was raised around it. Well, about the early 90s, uh, my dad basically just quit and gave it up, sold everything, and we never went to another racetrack. So I stayed away from the racetrack from the early 90s up until COVID. Now, I, I started racing online probably in, I guess, 2002 with the first NASCAR one. Well, there was one before that, but uh, the 2003 season I raced on there, and then obviously I racing came out, and I jumped on and started enjoying that so it's always been there but i didn't follow it i stayed away from the racetrack well nascar 2003 still one of the best games out there still is i love it it absolutely is i 100 100 agree had some great time in that game so uh our simulator sorry didn't that's, that, anybody. that's right that's right <laughs> so uh so when covid hit in 2020 i got i got two sons and a daughter but my two sons were here and they're older uh, graduated high school and all one of them was about to graduate and uh, we were sitting around of course everything was shut down nothing to do and Stunker was racing and i saw that they were going to have some sprint cars out there and i said man i remember as a kid going to watch them up in indiana and it was a lot of fun so let's go so we loaded up and went well anybody who's ever been away from racing or tried to stay away from racing knows that that was a fatal mistake i went to the racetrack <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> So it sucked me back in, and about on the ride home, we began looking for a car to, to buy or build, and I said, you know, let's let's just build it ourselves. And so we just, believe it or not, I tell people this, and many people don't believe it, but YouTube videos and taking our time trial and error, we bought a car and ended up in junk, and we had to start over, and we got an 81 Camaro, and we just began to build it. I uh, got a good cage put in it. Obviously, I wanted the safety stuff to be right, but everything else we did ourselves and motor up, and we blew a lot of motors trying to figure out how to build them and how to do it right. <laughs> uh, but the very first race out uh, after we built the car, uh, on the way to the racetrack, I told my boys, I said, I hadn't sat in a race car ever uh, other than simulators. I said, I just don't want to get lapped. That's my whole goal for going. Well, we messed around, and, and there, there, we didn't have a, a huge crowd. I think we had five cars that day, but we ended up winning the race. And I couldn't tell you how. I don't. I still, to this day, don't know how it happened, but <laughs> I'm thankful that it did. And uh, and so there it was, and that, that took off from there, and we just we had some really, really, really good runs. 
uh, for a couple of years and the competition has gotten much better over the years and uh, no, no offense to those who were there before, but you know, these guys that are coming are putting a lot of time and effort and money into their cars. And so we've had to step our game up as well, but we've been very competitive and just thankful for it. And obviously, you know, to get to do this with my, with my boys was something I really enjoyed and, and really enjoyed to let them see the passion and the love of the sport that I had when I was younger. So, uh, it's been a, a wild ride to get to this point. And, uh, you know, you couldn't write this story. And, I, I you know, a couple of years ago when I won the, the championship and we went to Bartle Beach and I did my speech, uh, one of the things I said was, you know, I had a dream that this is what I always wanted to do my whole entire life. All I've ever wanted to do was drive a race car. And, you know, God has a way of, of just doing things that some people say, well, you know, God don't care about that stuff, but he does. And he cared enough about the individual moment that I had to not only let me drive a race car, but be successful. We That's didn't right. go, you know, win the New Year's Bash or nothing yet, but uh, but in our book, this was a big deal. And so uh, that's kind of where we are. That's what that's how we got to where we are. And, uh, you know, I, when I Steve, who has just been awesome, the track owner there at Florence, and uh, I want to just stop a minute, give him a shout out. I really appreciate, you know, everything he's done for the class. I know we're going to get into that a little bit too tonight, but uh, just him and Mike Cox being faithful to the class and sticking with it. You know, we've had times where we didn't have the three or four cars and he could have very easily said, you know, we're not racing you or we're cutting the purse. And he's not one time done that. No. Uh, and that's, to me, that just means a lot as a, as a racer, as a driver, you know, we put our time and money in these cars and obviously we, we would love to have 20 cars out there, but for him to do that means a lot. So shout out to him and appreciate all he's done. Uh, but I told him, like, you know, I've done this online, and I wasn't joking. That's all I've ever done. <laughs> some of them guys probably be worried if they knew that beforehand. So some of them blame that on me now, and that's why I tear stuff up sometimes. But, hey, that's how it goes. Hey, uh, you know, you say that, but, um, man, you can look at NASCAR, William Byron. That's where he came from. This dude yeah. was running online, and they were like, hey, he looks like he's pretty good. Let's try him in a race car. And, well, that turned out yeah. all right. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I got to tell you, for the first for the first year and a half, only thing in my mind was safety rating. I, I was thinking the whole time by my safety rating. So I didn't know who was keeping calculations of that, but I knew it was important. I, 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 and and all you guys out there on iRacing know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. I, what's really funny is I kind of do the same thing. Um, I raced go-karts coming up um, from the time I was like eight years, seven years old till I was uh, about – 17 or 18 and dabbled in them a little bit more than i quit for a long time myself and uh i actually bought a race car uh it was i was going to run um lakeview was starting up their stop v8 class and um i want to say this was probably about the same time about covid um mm -hmm. because yeah because i ended up having shoulder surgery and it kind of put it on the back burner for a little while and uh and then florence came out with the class and i was like i wonder if i can figure out a way to you know be able to run this car at both places and um and it like i said i had shoulder surgery put it on the back burner and in the meantime uh we ended up finding a legend car and so uh, i was about to run that class myself i was real close to it right. um but um and in all honesty uh Man, I that is, I was telling Connor, I think probably last week, I was yep. like, that is 
what street stock is supposed to be, in yes, my opinion. I, um, that is, it, you used to, you know, street stock used to go pull a car out of the junkyard, find, or, you know, find it under a tree or or in a barn, stuck back in the corner of a barn somewhere, uh, pull it out, you know, fix whatever you can, put a roll cage in it. Uh, find you a motor, might it may, maybe it, hey, maybe the motor that was in it was a, you know, uh, close to a race motor and you could work on it a little bit. Um, yep. and that's just how it was. Um, it wouldn't, you know, it was not purpose built chassis. It was not, you know, nothing was purpose built for racing hardly. Um, and that is, that is, I, I missed that for a long time, uh, watching what is considered now street stock. So to see you guys out there racing those, man, that is, um, that's old school racing to me. Um, Connor that's normally on here. He puts up, um, a lot of, uh, he's got a, he's got a YouTube channel called PD racing classics. And he puts on a lot of, a lot of races from, uh, from Florence motor speedway back in the late eighties, early nineties, uh, up through the early, early two thousands. Um, and some from Myrtle Beach, and you see the street stocks on there, and them guys are going in the corners, and, and and not that y'all don't have these cars hooked up a lot of times, but the guys are wheeling them. I mean, you know, you're going in there, sliding them around a little bit, and yeah. and, and driving the cars, and man, I, I missed that so much, so I was so glad to see uh, see that, that this class come back to be. Yeah, and and you know, it's as as you said earlier, as far as racing goes, it's an affordable class. Yes, because of the rules, you know, and uh, things are hard to find, but you can still find parts and pieces. And you know, I'm I'm sure over the years we're gonna have to adjust that a little bit to try to fit the parts, you know, because we got to run stock spindles, uppers, lowers, everything on the car. Uh, stock su- suspension as far as shocks got to be in stock location. No. Uh, stock brakes, we have to have our pedals have to be in stock location. So, you know, it's it's very. Uh, competitive it's very uh, i'm gonna say cheap but affordable to get into and man they're a lot of fun to drive they're a lot of fun to drive Uh, i got a buddy of mine joey webster who actually won the points this year uh, in the tnl class he's got a monte carlo but he ran a charger car or challenger whatever you want to call it for for a while and uh, i kind of talked him into you know hey man you need to you sell that thing and buy you one (laughs) of these and come play with it and he did and he loves it but I remember the first time he got in and he, he got out and said, man, this thing ain't got no brakes. <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't have brakes like, like them normal cars, dude. <laughs> this ain't a race car. This is a stock car, and it's, they don't stop on a dime like some of them cars. So it's a lot of fun. You, you do have to wheel them, and there you know, ain't a whole lot of adjusting them. So you know, as far as screw jack stuff like that, we don't have much of that. So uh, you pretty much got what you got. You got to deal with tires and try to do what you can with tires to make it make it wheel and uh, but it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun for sure, man. And, and I'm 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 a member of the uh, the y'all's page on Facebook that um you know when everybody was trying to get it started up and and Mike Cox over at Florence Motor Speedway. I'm gonna tell you what he he was a stickler for these rules, which is great. Um, yes. Uh, but you know some people are like, oh, they 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 harp on to it. No, that's great. That's how you make it competitive. And exactly. keep everybody in line, because uh, if not, racing to get crazy. <laughs> exactly right. Our our job as racers is to find the gray area and live in it. So, absolutely. Exactly. He, he threw out the whole field one night. I don't know if you remember <laughs> <Yep>. that. that was, <laughs> the whole field got through, including including me. So 
Uh, yeah, that, but I agree with you 100%. That's that's what makes the class competitive. And, you know, we don't have to put up protest money uh, because Mike does a good job of policing it. And he's fair and he'll he'll normally talk to us and, and communicate with us as drivers. And, you know, he wants the best for the class and he wants it to grow, too. And, and really, this was him and, and Bobby Thompson kind of sat down a couple of years ago and kind of put this thing together um, to try to get it going. Uh, so... Uh, and I, I, we went to the rules meeting yesterday at Dillon, uh, and they, you know, Braun is, is, sounds like he is uh, committed to, to get us out there. And I think really and truly, you know, for this class to grow, I think that's really what we need. We need another track that will take us and, and be committed to running it. You know, it may be five or six cars show up for a week or two, but if you're committed to running it, uh, and you have multiple tracks, you're going to give people more options to race. Right now, we race in about six to seven times a year. That's and a real right. racer, they, that's not enough for them. They want more. So, uh, you know, you get some of these guys who want to race, you know, 15, 16 times a year. And, and adding another track and more dates, I believe, will help that uh, and get some of those guys that are on the fence on board. That's right. Uh, I, so, I, I, I was out there arguing well not arguing with ron i wasn't arguing at all we were just trying to make some points <laughs> for our for our uh we were out there later yesterday afternoon it got cold good lord it got cold um but uh we were out there trying to do the same thing trying to um because we got a charger car also and uh along with the legend car but we were trying to get the charger class I kind of wanted it a little more similar to the rules at Florence, so it wouldn't be so much to change every week, but he didn't want to go that route, so I'm like, man, we got to change a lot. <laughs> but we're the same way, man. We um we want to go race as much as we can. Uh, you know, I, I like the way that they uh, alternate weeks back and forth, and um and, and it, it works perfect for us guys who want to race. So I'll be uh, I'll be so glad to see y'all see y'all over there at Dillon Motor Speedway. Um. Um, uh, what do you what do you feel about the uh, class though? As far as uh, as far as twenty twenty four, is you've had a couple building years, uh, in the TNL class over at Florence Motor Speedway. Um, like you said, it is a more affordable class. Um, I, I don't want to <laughs> trick anybody into thinking racing is cheap in any way, shape, or form, because uh, it's not. But but there are classes. Um. I would recommend anybody if you want to get into racing, uh, look at the TNL class. Um, look at um, you know, like you said, the Crown Vic class. If you if you're looking at dirt um, yep. around here, um, you can even look into some uh, legend cars. You can get into a legend car fairly reasonable um, in, in some cases. Um, yeah. But uh, what do you feel about the TNL class coming up here for 2024? Well, I'm excited. I think uh, I think we're on the verge of really uh, sustaining uh, car counts. I think the cars are out there. They've been out there for a couple of years, but just getting everybody there at the same time uh, has been tough. And uh, but I know we've got several cars that are being built. Uh, Ken McClary, he's uh, working on several cars to get out there. So we'll have we'll have quite a few more. Uh, and, you know, the more cars you have, you know, something happens. If you only got five cars and something happens to somebody and they can't make it one week, well, you know, that, that takes it to four cars. So that doesn't that's look right. good. Uh, if you got ten cars and somebody don't make it, well, that's nine. That, ain't, that don't look as bad. You know that's what I'm saying? Right. Uh, so I, I think I think this year is going to be – I think, honestly, this will be a pivotal year. It will either make or break this year. 
And if Ron does commit to running us, as he says he's going to, if he commits to it, and we get a schedule of commitment that we know, hey, we're going to race uh, at Dillon, and cars don't show up, then, you know, I don't know what else you could do to, to make the class work. So uh, I think I think Steve, as I said, Steve, and helping us try to build the class and, and giving us the opportunity. And I, I don't hope he don't mind me saying this, but it's a pure stock class, and he pays us $400 to win. I don't right. know of many guys that do that. That's that's good money for a pure stock class. Um, so uh, I, I, there's no reason why it won't take off. So if, if if it's going to do it, this is going to be the year with Ron coming on board and having two tracks to run and more times to race. Uh, this will be the year. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Uh, I I think in my mind and what I hear, you know, the, the rumors I hear, I think it's going to be a good year. I think we're going to get some good car counts and uh, some guys that might surprise some people that are going to come out and race with us that will bring some name recognition to the class as well. So. Uh, I'm excited about that, uh, and I, I just, you know, the schedule's a big deal, and I, I just hope that, that that commitment will come out, and, and we'll see that, and, uh, you know, at the meeting, I know he, Ron did commit to, I think, a, sometime in April uh, would be our first time out there, so, uh, man, if, if anybody's listening, and they're TNL driver, or they have a car that they're thinking about doing it, uh, now's the time. Get them ready, and, and let's go out and prove this class can make it, and, uh, uh, and like I said, it, you, like you said earlier, this is a street stock class of the old days. That's the way I remember them. Uh, when my That's dad right. races, where we raced, and you know, as racers, we always want more. <laughs> let me let me get the arms. Let me get this. Let me. Well, you start changing that stuff, you start moving in a direction. And I think the street stocks that are out there now, you know, you look at the bodies that are on those cars. It's like I don't even know if that's a Charger or, or a street stock or what. So <laughs> they're almost limited late models, is what they are. They are yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, uh, and I love it now. I love I love street stock racing. I wish I could afford to run that, uh, but that <laughs> class is just way out there, you know. So, uh, this, this is this is one that you can you know you're gonna spend money, but you can be competitive and not that's right. You know, not have to go buy you know motors from the top notch fellows and build chassis from the top notch fellows. And I'm not trying to take business away from them, but you know, the the regular working blue collar blue collar man that that used to be about racing we just can't afford that kind of stuff so right. uh, it's our way to go out and play and uh, and it's good racing i mean it is good racing it's side by side and uh, you've seen it you've watched it we we don't have many cars but we put on a heck of a show and we'll chat with each other every now and then so that now, I, that's I, always fun too <laughs> there you go i remember one night there there wasn't like three or four cars there or there was four cars there and somebody missed something happened somebody like off the bat so there's three cars racing and it still was probably one of the best races of the night uh y'all swapped lead back and yeah. forth i don't know how many times and i was like man that's that's good racing there um but if you will kind of let everybody know you know we're we, we kind of talk about it this is a street stock of old you know all this stuff um and, and we know that as racers but to the casual fan kind of listening here kind of tell everybody kind of what the 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 main differences is between the tnl class and a street stock class well motor would be the first place i'd start we we run uh, basically you know old school 350 motors our uh, camless and stuff are all lower end stuff, but uh, suspension is the biggest difference. We can't do anything to our suspension 
other than stock. We run stock upper control arms, uh, stock lowers, stock ball joints. We can't run any kind of lengthened ball joints or anything like that. Uh, we run the shocks we run can't be rebuildable shocks, so they got to be steel bodied, stock mounted uh, shocks. So uh, you know those those are not expensive. Uh, you can, I mean, I'm gonna say they're cheap, but they're not expensive. And, right. and we have buy rules on that stuff as every class does. But uh, that's the biggest difference is the suspension on these cars. You know that you can spend a ton of money on suspension, and uh, you know that's where it's at in in a lot of cars is geometry. Well, in these cars, you, you can't really fool with that a whole lot. It's got to be stock. And so um, that's the biggest difference. Uh, we can't gut these cars out like you see some of the street stock cars are stripped out. And, you know, a lot of, them, a lot of these cars still have trunks and, uh, you know, pans and stuff in them that, that from the factory. We have to have factory uh, front firewalls and, and rear firewalls and all that stuff. So there ain't a whole lot of cutting that can be done. Uh, the bodies have to be stock. We can't run aftermarket bodies whatsoever. Uh, so, you know, a lot of that stuff that the street stocks were able to do and, and kind of took off from there, this goes back to what I said to old school where you, you got a factory stuff. You, you know, you can't go to the junkyard and get this stuff anymore because there's no 1981 Camaro <laughs> in the right. junkyard. <laughs> That's right. Your yard ain't going to last long. Uh, but, but you know, Speedway carries a lot of this stuff and uh, a lot of the circle track uh, places out there carry these suspension parts and stuff and they're not they're reasonable um, you know we run stock sway bars uh, stock mounts on the sway bars uh, nothing fancy they're they're very very simple cars so it don't take a whole lot of uh smarts to make them go <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I, I, know, I know i haven't paid attention enough um but I know for there for a while they were kind of going back and forth on rear ends. Do you also have to run the uh, a stock rear end or, or what do you? Well, we have the option. We have the option now. We can run a, a Ford nine inch rear end, um, and, or you can run it. You know the the factory one to come in your car, which we right. run a ten bolt rear end. And you know at first when the argument was first happening, you know old school it's a safety issue, and that's right. You know I still it still could be, uh, but we have this is the third year and. Or we've had three years now, and I don't know of anybody who's ever broken axle, even on 10-inch rims. So I'm not saying it can't happen because it may happen to me your first race, but I'm just saying it hadn't happened yet. Uh, so we run a stock 10. This is the rear end that came in this car. And um, so obviously we swapped the gear in it, but that's it. So, um, But, yeah, you, you can run a 9-inch, but there's like a weight penalty. I got so you. if you run a Segway and you run a four, they add 50 pounds to you. If you run a stock rear end, they'd let you – uh, minus 50 pounds so it, it definitely pays off to run a stock rain oh, i got you i got you all right all right you you just touched on something there though i want i want to uh, ask about tires okay. tires you yep. said 10 inch wide rim y'all run on slicks now yep yep so yep. we uh we started off on f70s with steve and uh those were brand new hoosier f70s and they were pricey uh, i think we were paying 500 and thirty dollars for a set of tires and those tires are supposed to last us the whole year uh, but what we found is that they didn't they would last about you know two three races and there was a big fall off so if you bought brand new tires you're going to be fast and you know that game that's not one that we want to get into in this this class that's right so that kind of put us in a bind and and steve was having a hard time at that time that was the tire shortage and all and so he was having a hard time getting those tires so 
we were having to rethink it and, and what we were going to do and how he was going to make it work. And that, that really killed the class for a little while because there was no, we didn't know from week to week what we were going to be running. If we were going to get tires, people would come out there and he had no tires. So that kind of hurt it for a little while. Uh, and then we kind of all came together and, and uh, Mike Cox said, hey, what do y'all think about running 10-inch scuffs on 8-inch rims? So we tried that and, you know, that just, it just wasn't the safest thing, in my opinion, uh, with those tires on 8-inch rim. They worked. We raced several races with them, but getting them things to beat on 8-inch rim is <laughs> scary. You better, have your prayer, you better have your prayer life right when you're <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, so, so we finally just said, look, if we're going to run 10 inch tires. Just let us run 10 inch rims. I mean, it's not that much difference. So, uh, so that's where we ended up. And, and it's, I think he charges us $30 a tire or something like that for the scuffs. So it's, you know, affordable No, And really, and truly you could, you could get, you know, several races out of left sides and just replace your rights and, and be fine. I've done that a couple of times. So, uh, that, you know, and again, he's paying $400 to win the race. So, that's you know, right. that's a good purpose. I and mean, that don't kill you to buy the tires. So, so that was good. So the big argument that was happening was, you know, Ron, uh, who has a stockpile of eight inch tires that we had run in the past and they're good tires. Um, he has those, but, but Steve can't get any of those or, or whatever. So the biggest thing I was saying, and, and most of the guys were saying, we just don't want to swap from one track to the next. We don't have to have carry eight inch rims and 10 inch rims. I get that. Uh, a different tire is, is fine, but the same size you know what i'm saying oh yeah for sure i think i think they've all agreed now to to go to these tents now i'm going to be honest with you i i would love to be on eight inch tires that, my that, car works really well on them well that's what i was about um, to ask you and it's not even for the purpose of um you know they performing better i obviously a 10 inch tire is going to be a little little faster I, I just, I don't know. I think I just miss some of the nostalgia of an eight inch tire yeah, out there yeah, racing. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you hundred uh, percent. And if, if they could get them, I oh, think yeah. it would be worth doing, but uh, it's just so hard. As you know, even with the legend cars, I'm going to go have enough fit getting them things too. So that was, um, that was, that's what we talked about literally for, I don't know, probably almost an hour yesterday out there with the legend car uh, rules meeting was about tires because it's 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 still a tough game for us right now there's tires available um just to throw ours in there for a minute but there's tires available but the problem is is um with legend cars there's these big setup shops now and they got a bunch of drivers driving for them um mm -hmm. well when them tires come available uh those setup shops are the inex suppliers uh, so where do the tires go? They go straight to the, <laughs> straight to their drivers. Um, yeah. So that's what we're trying to figure out ourselves. Even over at uh, that we were talking about yesterday is trying to figure out a uh, a way where we're not just just you know who who's got the newest tires out here. Um, yep. Which uh, fortunately, you know, we got racetrack promoters around here that like to listen. Uh, that will listen anyway. Um, yeah. And and try to figure something out, uh, and that's what we were doing yesterday ourselves. So um, I'm with you on that, buddy. We um, we uh, I'm I'm glad they uh, just like you said, Ron was willing to listen to that, and uh, that'd definitely work out better for y'all running same tires or same size tires at both tracks. So I'm I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, absolutely. Again, it cost effective because if you got to buy eight inch rims, you know them things ain't cheap. So. Uh, I think I think anything we can do in this class to make it 
uh, affordable and, and cost effective that let's do it i'm all for it so. <laughs> i hear you there I, well i'm just saying hey if anybody's got an open seat any weekend just just tell them th- throw my name in there throw my name in there I, i'd love to drive one <laughs> yeah yeah i'm telling you get in one you may never get out of it no, i may not so i i you know it takes you obviously i, I haven't uh, had the experience to drive other cars but I've, I've listened and, and learned and, and heard from a lot of people, and I know these things are a handful, but, man, they're fun. They're a lot of fun. So well, I want to go they back. They were to... more fun on the 8-inch tires, I'll say that. <laughs> they, they were more fun and more fun on those. So. I, I want to go back to something you were talking about there at the first, though. Um, talking about iRacing, um, NASCAR 2003 and iRacing and all that fun stuff. Um, obviously, you had never been in a – race car you know driven one race race a car anyway uh before that um do you feel as someone who had never raced anything uh coming from a racing background or simulation racing background that you kind of were a little bit ahead of the curve um you know the learning curve of the of the car when you got in it Oh, I, I, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I, I do got to back up a little bit because I did race go-karts for a while when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Uh, my dad my dad used to own the Harleyville racetrack years ago. Uh, so, in the, I guess that was probably mid-80s or so, but it wasn't a long year or two. Um, but, but, yes, absolutely. Coming from iRacing, uh, it's not exact, but, but it's very uh, – the awareness – uh, even your hand-eye coordination stuff, that's what I was uh, telling my sons is that's where I can tell the biggest difference is just in my, I mean, I'm an older guy now, I'm, I'm 48. So according to, you know, race things today, I'm way past my prime. Uh, these, get, these kids now, 12, 13, getting in these things and just unbelievable what they're doing. Uh, but I, I contribute that back to just what we're talking about. I think I think these kids are, are getting so tuned in with hand-eye coordination and, and racing is is very much a sport it ain't just you know turning left and mashing gas it is a hand-eye coordination sport and um you know that's why some of the greatest in the world uh, have that reaction time and that speed of their hands and their eyes and all that stuff that they can do that in the field that they have um the biggest thing I, I don't have a simulator to move so i can't attest to what those feel like but that's the biggest difference to me was the learning curve was the seat of my pants. Learning okay, what what my eyes is saying is not what my butt is feeling, if that makes sense. <laughs> the, uh, perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, so that took a little adjusting. Uh, so, But, but yeah, it, it helped me greatly. I, I attribute the success that I've had to that, um, to be able to do this. You know, obviously this ain't a top-notch car or nothing, but we're still, we're still racing, and we're around people, and, uh, so, you know, that race craft is something, I, you know, I hear Dale Jr. talk about that all the time, that race craft. And uh, that's something that, that I think came from my racing uh, in me that, that was able to carry over. Uh, being able to see the, you know, per- peripheral things and, and being able to feel them cars next to you and stuff like that. And, and being able to uh, do that, I believe, comes from my racing. Absolutely. Well, cool, man. Uh, we actually got a question for you here on uh on the Facebook chat here. Um, my good buddy. You, you Bri- them questions? What's that? 
Do you filter them questions? Uh, we try to. We try to. But this was a good one. This was a good one. <laughs> my, my good buddy, Brian Blackwell, uh, said he's got a car, and he does. He's got a car sitting over there. He wants to know. He, he, he's thinking about getting it in the TNL class there. He wants to know where he can find the rules at. All right. So uh, there's a set of rules on the Florence uh, Motor Speedway. If you go on their website, click the little hamburger thing at the top there. Uh, and that's a little drop-down menu. If you go to Race Info and then scroll down to Thunder and Lightning, click on that. That's the rules right there. And I would highly suggest if you have any questions, because there is no gray area with Mike Cox. If you have any questions, give him a call. He is very helpful uh, and, and willing to, to talk to you and help you. So, yeah, that's where you can find those rules. And I think, uh, I'm, I'm hopeful, Ron does have a set of rules on his website, on Dylan's as well. Uh, it's under a, um, I think it's called uh, Stock V8 or something like that. Um, but if you look on there, you can see those rules as well. But I would hold off on those. I don't know if he's adjusted those or not. I think uh, he's going to be getting with Mike and him and Mike's going to work together to try to make these cars the same at both tracks, which I think would be uh, a great thing for both of them, both of those tracks. So. For sure. For sure. Well, man, I want to do, uh, well, before, before we, before we let you go here, uh, let, let everybody know who, who you got to think, who's helping you out on that car, man. Yeah, man. So I got, uh, Edie's Waste. I appreciate you letting me do this. Easy Edie's Waste is, uh, uh, all your trash needs down in the low country. They can take care of you. You can look them up on Facebook, on my Facebook. They're on there as well. Uh, look them up as well. Um, we got reasonable air that, of course, we don't need air conditioning today, but they also <laughs> do heat. So you can check them out and. Uh, they're on my Facebook page as well. Uh, we got the Barton Group. We just came on board with us this year. Uh, they're going to be helping us out this year as partners. They have facilities here in the Low Country and also in Florence area. So excited about getting them on board. They do uh, engineering, engineering and structural builds and things. So uh, check them out. And then Mark Supercenter is a, a friend of mine who owns a, a shop down here in the Low Country. He helps me out a lot. And of course. I got to stop for a minute because there's one major person that I got to think, and that's my wife. She uh, allows me to do this, as all of you know. <laughs> Without that approval, we, we don't race. So I appreciate her letting me do this. And my dad, who uh, is still with me, and he comes out here in this garage and helps me uh, every day. And I couldn't do it without him as well. So thankful for all those that helped me out and have gotten me this far. And hopefully we'll have many more years to enjoy. And I just enjoy this family that we call racing. Good deal, man. Good deal. Well, man, I sure appreciate you jumping on here with us today and uh, and talking about some racing and all the good stuff. And um, man, uh, best of luck to you all, all twenty twenty four and and so on. And um, man, I'll be uh, seeing you soon at the track for sure, buddy. Sounds good, man. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for promoting the class. And man, if y'all, if anybody's out there just on the fence, build it. Come on, come play with us. We we need some cars and. Uh, I really hope this class takes off this year. Thank you so much, Dave, for having me on, buddy. No problem. We appreciate you, man. All right. Y'all have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that was a that was a good one there for Mr. Sam Knight. Um, he, uh, you can catch him racing uh, at Florence Motor Speedway. And at Dillon Motor Speedway this year in the TNL class, Thunder and Lightning class. Um, like I said, that is the uh that is the epitome of old school racing still uh at the track. So uh y'all get out there and 
come to track and watch it. Uh, you, you'll have a blast. And like he said, if you're on the fence about, you know, you're thinking, man, I want to build a car. I want to buy a car. Or, uh, I, I'm telling you, if you want to just taste taste the water, stick your toe in the water, just, just test it out, that's the class to do it in. It's going to be ultra competitive for sure. Um, but it's, it's going to be a fun one and it's going, um, it's going to put a competitive desire in you that you can't get away from. So, uh, uh, you can't, uh, you won't be able to get away from the racetrack. So, um, but we sure appreciate Mr. Sam Knight coming on here and hanging out with us tonight for sure. And like I said, best of luck to him in 2024. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got to thank all of our help, uh, that helps us out here on the show every week. Uh, SRI Performance, guys. Head over to SRI Performance. You're getting them cars ready. Uh, coming up races. We got the icebreaker coming up at Florence Motor Speedway here really soon, uh, just in a few weeks. Uh, head over to SRI Performance. Uh, get everything you need for your race car to make it make it fast, make it look good. Uh, safety products, um, kind of whatever you need. They are your one-stop shop for all things racing. As I like to say, they're Walmart for racers. Uh, everything for a race car, everything for a, uh, a, 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 a the driver. Um, you can get anything from suits to helmets, everything in between. Uh, get on our website, get a get that cart filled up. Uh, go to checkout. Put in promo code C Bone Ten. That's C is in chicken. B O N E one zero. Get yourself ten percent off there at time of checkout. Also, same deal over at Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, guys, sister company to SRI Performance. Uh, actually, they were kind of the parent company. They kind of started off for them, actually. <laughs> that's, that's where Greg Fernelli started. Um, when do you get Greg Fernelli on here real soon for us all? For a racing season gets kicked off. I need to get him on here. Um, but anyway, uh, head over to Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. Uh, I know you get, a lot of you, especially dirt guys, it's time to make them cars look really good coming here into the 2024 season. If you haven't already, I've seen some cars out there already look really good. Um, uh, it, it's time to it's time to hammer down on them, make them look good, get them ready, get them structurally sound for the season, get them safe. Uh, everything you need, all the materials you will ever need over at Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. Uh, also, guys, one of the best things I can um, I can tell you to buy for your race car. Uh, is a set of Profab headers. Go to Profab headers and exhaust, guys. Give it our buddy Andy. Tell him we sent you over there. Uh, they are quality that wins, and that's because that is one hundred percent true. Um, shout out to uh, Paisley Lawson over there. Our buddy Andy helps. Um, she's got a uh, a bandolero. She finished fifth over at uh, the Winter Heat in Charlotte this past weekend. So good job. Paisley. Um, but yeah, guys, head over to Profab Headers and Exhaust and they'll uh they'll get you set up. Any application you got, they probably got something for you. So head over to Profab Headers and Exhaust. Also, Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Uh guys, anything you need from me with where from a crate motor to a super motor, anything in between, Earl Ramey's got you. So head over to Earl Ramey Racing Engines and uh see what he's got. Talk to him. Get some time on that chassis dyno after you get that horsepower under the hood. Because uh, you'll need it. You'll definitely need it. So uh, head over there. Tell him we sent you. All right. 
What you think? Cold. Should have worn my jacket. I told you that. It's 30 some degrees outside. We got thought, heater golden, yeah. but that's not the best heater in the world. It works all right, but it's not the best one. It's mainly for cooling. Yeah, it's mainly for cooling. It cools it down really good in here. Um, yeah. So, uh, well, cool. So, you've got a busy week at school. Yeah. Monday is the only chill day before after school, after school, after school, and then quiz also. Well, we've got about. About a month, a little over a month, about a month and a few days, we'll be starting racing ourselves. Ah. So. I'll be fun. Ready for another year of spotting? Oh, yeah. Race cars? Oh, yeah. Stomach. I want to know something. I want to know something. I don't I don't see you as the type, really, but do you talk to other spotters when you're up there? Spotters I know, sometimes I will. Like a... A very young man. Very young. Yeah, around sixty or something. And uh he's he's uh Connors. He knows Connor, I think. Oh. Yeah. Not his Pete. dad. Pete. Yeah, Pete. Mr. Pete. Yeah, Mr. Pete. Yeah, him. And he spots for him. I'll sometimes talk to he him. He tell you to tell me to move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell David to move over. Okay. <laughs> But other than that, uh, not really. I was just wondering. No. I didn't know if y'all like yell at each other or something, anything. Oh, like yeah. That. I got into this big fight <laughs> over like six months ago. His uh, his race yeah, or his drivers got into me. Yeah. No. I was just wondering. I know sometimes um, like uh, in the late model races, it can get kind of wild up on the spotter stand. Yeah, late models they can, but not legends normally. It's normally just... I don't think half of them got spotters. No, there's not many spotters up there. That's why there were so many wrecks. That's probably right. They'd be better off if they did. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, also want to thank our good friends at Dixie Made. Uh, Dixie Made, guys. Uh, head over to Dixie Made right here in Florence, South Carolina. Uh, right by the, the flea market here. Um some of the best looking apparel you, you you can find just in general. Um, it's got all the cool brands that all the cool kids want. Um, I'm one of got those a, cool kids. I think so. You got a Drake jacket. Oh yeah, I, I love think Drake jacket. They have over there. I almost don't just. I had to take it off because I didn't think it'd be so cold, but kind of want it now. It's not cold. It's sixty two degrees in here. It's wonderful. That's too cold for me. <laughs> if it's not in the eighties, I don't want to be out. <laughs> Oh, uh, what's up there, Thomas? Oh. Um, but yeah, head over to Dixie Made. They the uh, Southern Fried Cotton, like I said, Drake Axis Waterfowl, uh, which is one of our local brands here. That I actually know the owner of of the brand. Um, uh, also, um, it, you know, it, it, any um, I'm trying to think of some other brands. There's so many uh, brands that they have over there. They're just insane. Southern Fried Cotton, uh, did I say them? Um, uh, Simply Southern, mm -hmm. uh, which is one that I think every woman in South Carolina has to have yeah. 17 shirts of. Mm -hmm. They remind me of the old, you won't, you don't remember this, but um, when I was in high school, there was these church called Dixie Outfitters. Um, way back in the day. Way back in the day. Um, and they were kind of the 
every guy in high school had to have every winter t-shirt. And I had a pile of them myself, so <laughs> it's mm. kind of the same thing. Um, but anyway, guys, head over to Dixie Maid. Tell them we sent you over there. Uh, also, Rev Max Racing Apparel, guys. Rev Max Racing Apparel. Uh, if you're in the market for a new suit, uh, I don't care if you're in the um, uh, the uh, the the big car stuff. If you, we need our SFI rating, two layered or multi layered suits, uh, head over to Rev Max Racing um, Racing Apparel. Uh, or if you're in the karting game uh, and you just need a single layer, non SFI. They got you covered. So head over to Rev Max Racing Apparel and they'll, uh, they'll hook you up. Um, also, Fresh Chef. Um, if you're in the Race City area of North Carolina, head over to Fresh Chef. If Cornelius Mooresville, uh, Concord, uh, there's so many different different locations. Just stop at a Fresh Chef up there, guys. Some of the best food you'll ever eat. Um, it, I've had the I've had the uh, the ribeye. I've had the shrimp and grits. I've had uh, quite a few different things from there, and it is some of the best food I've ever had. So y'all head over to Fresh Chef, uh, and, and and yeah, tell them we sent you there too. Whenever you walk in all these places, just tell them we sent you. <laughs> tell them you got sent by Chicken Bone Alley. <laughs> uh, also, guys, MPM. Uh, if you are in the game. Want to move up in this crazy world of racing we're in, uh, and you want to, if you're looking to head to that level of NASCAR, if you're looking to head to that level of uh, of Lucas Oil or World of Outlaws, you got to have a good marketing partner behind you that knows the game, and Tanya knows the game. So y'all head over to marketwithmpm.com. Um, she's got she's one of the best in the business she'll put your face in front of the other faces that you need to be in front of uh and uh you 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 got to do that (laughs) for sure uh put you in front of sponsors and everything else that you need so y'all head to marketwithmpm.com tell her we sent you all right so we got a few weeks like i said we'll have the uh the um the icebreaker at florence motor speedway uh there's this guy um, I heard was coming to run it. His name's Dale Earnhardt Jr. I don't think I've heard of him before. Uh, a couple people have. He's all right. Um, <laughs> he's run, you know, a few late model races. And pretty much all of them have been at Florence, other than North Wilkesboro, <laughs> here lately in the past couple of years. So uh, y'all be ready for that. It was a great show last year. Weather kind of had it crazy. Um, but he's coming back over there along at... at There'll be other drivers here shortly uh, coming out. I want to get um, uh, I want to get somebody from Florence Motor Speedway on. Let's talk about the race coming up. Hopefully here soon. Um, but uh, it's about to get kicked off real real quick, a lot faster than probably what we want it to. So uh, anyway, 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 uh, what else you got? I don't think. I got anything else, honestly. You don't think you got anything? No. I don't think I got much either. Like I said, we uh, we didn't have a whole lot today. There was the um, Sunshine Nationals. Yeah. Down at um, down at Volusia, um, had a f- quite a few friends go run that. Uh, SRI sponsored 
uh, Brock Pinkers, bam, bam, went down there and uh, won one of the Crate Racing USA features. Um, uh, on Friday night, I think it was. I think it was Friday. Um, our good friend Derek McGrew Jr. was down there racing. Didn't have the best week, uh, but he's he, he he's new in his late model game, so uh, he's he's learning a lot. We'll get him on here soon. Uh, talk about it. So, um, but anyway, uh, y'all um y'all be checking it out. But anyway, guys, what you order? Well, anyway, I uh, love Shock Baby. Love Shack. Yeah, love Shack. It's just that that one oh, part of the song. And the bounce song where like you dance with the feet when they're not on the ground. I was seeing that earlier, and when I yeah, I just zoned out. <laughs> so, jeez, I really uh, want to learn how to dance. To that. I think you need to do that. Um, what's it called? The hover. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. Though. Oh, that's the hover yeah. thing you're talking about. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's. I feel like it's photoshopped. It's just. It looks like it is. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us tonight. Um, thank you, Landon, for coming on. It's it was my pleasure, honestly. Special guest right here. Jeez. He's not into himself at all. <laughs> all right, guys. Appreciate y'all, and we will be uh, catching y'all next time. See ya.